Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So first, tonight's podcast is generously being sponsored by a dear friend in honor of her mother, Anna, a Jewish hero born in 1918 and who's in need of the merit of all of our collective learning, however that will manifest itself. You know, and as I paused on the year 1918, I thought about the fact that she is a person who was born almost 104 years ago and has lived through more than I can possibly even imagine. You know, we're currently in a time where we're experiencing this pandemic and you and I feel like it's been the most difficult two years of our lives. Well, here's a woman who was born on the tail end of World War I, just as the previous pandemic, the Spanish flu, was breaking out, which eventually took well over 50 million lives, who lived through the unimaginable horrors of the Holocaust, where she lost both of her parents, and then so many other challenges, too many to list, only to be blessed with not only 103 years on this planet and counting, but a family that now spans four generations, and she still remains kind, elegant, loving, and selfless. So let our learning be in her merit. I'm with the podcast. You know, over the past couple of days, we spoke about lying and the definition of a white lie and how it is very different than truth and how it too is destructive. In light of that, I thought it would be appropriate to explore a few more interesting ideas related to that. Firstly, as we've said before, Hebrew isn't just a language that helps to express ideas. It's the language through which God created the world and thus the words themselves manifest the idea. And so too it is with truth and falsehood. The word for truth is comprised of three letters, the Aleph, the Mem, and the Taf, which are the first, middle, and last letters of the entire Aleph base. And our sages share that this is to teach us that real truth is only something that encapsulates the entire story from beginning till the very end. In fact, the end is often the time when one can look back after something very difficult happens and you often hear the words where they say, you know what, in truth, it really was for the best. Because at the time we were going through it, we were judging it based on the beginning and the middle, but the end of the story has not yet been completed. And thus our perception in the middle of the ordeal was that it might have seemed wrong or unfair. But at the end, we can often look back and see how it all made sense was all truth. And if not in this world, then after it's all over. You know, this is exactly why the Talmud teaches in Tractate Shabbos 55b that that God's signature is truth, meaning everything that God does is pure truth. We just have to see it from that total perspective, beginning to end. You know, if you look at a big picture from down here, it often just doesn't seem right. It's a mess. But if you take a step back and look at it from 64,000 feet, you can see how it all makes sense. Well, you know what? Now forget about 64,000 feet. If you look at it from God's infinite perspective, which we'll only fully see after 120, we'd realize all along that although at times it was hard or difficult, it was never false or unfair. It was always truthful and honest in the big picture. We know that this is how a child often sees the actions of a parent. They view them as wrong or unfair, but a parent knows that there's a much bigger picture and stays connected to that, even though it might be difficult in the moment. On the flip side, just to end off, our sages tell us we see falsehood in its Hebrew word as well, because the word sheker, which is just a small snippet of the Aleph base, just the last few letters, ignoring everything that might have been part of the picture in the beginning and middle. It's just a small snapshot of the end which is often how people present falsehood. For example, they'd say, what? All I said was dot, 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 while not giving the context or what was said before or the intent or the history behind it. And even further, our sages say, it isn't the last three letters 
almost the last three letters because the last letter is tough, which is part of emes and truth. And by not including it in the word sheker, it is God's way of saying there is absolutely nothing connected to truth and falsehood. No such thing as half-truths. It's either 100% true or 100% false. Come on. It's pretty amazing to see how Judaism decodes everything as part of our consistent philosophy. And just to end off, I want to once again say that our learning and commitment to Emes, to truth, should be a merit for Anna, whose Hebrew name is Shoshana. And our sages say, Keshoshana ben Hachochim, like a rose amongst the thorns. Often the characteristic of the Jewish greats is that despite being surrounded by thorns throughout life, they always maintain their beauty of character and the spirit of the delicate rose. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.